Hello, and welcome to the third episode of Nighttime Scientific Monologue. This is Pavel Rezhov. Today, I'd like to talk about um, an immigration, immigration to America. The, specifically, the recent developments that uh, touch on various um, people that try to immigrate to America or just try to come here for working, for studying, well, who are technically not immigrants. They're just here for these different type of activities. Like myself, for example, I'm here um, as a PhD student. So um, I've been here for uh, about four years now. And, uh, and well, actually now I've just finished my PhD and I have... Um, uh, started working but the reason why I decided to talk about this particular topic it is actually um, a very very interesting topic to discuss because well a it has to do the recent developments that have to do with uh, government's response to the economic uh, uh, results of uh, the pandemic and how it has decided to halt in some ways the immigration to America and uh, the influx of foreign workers is uh, something that is very uh, hot uh, uh, topic. It's worth talking about, it's worth discussing um, people's opinions and I think I am uh, in a position to at least provide some context as to why I think this is a crucial, crucial topic, not only just for the people involved in the matter or who would be directly impacted by the recent legislation that is put into place, uh, but also just, you know, for society as a whole, like how do we, um, how do we really grasp and, I, and understand, if we can understand this at all, uh, this type of legislation. So, um, again, I'm not a politician or anything, anything like that, so I'm not going to speak to the to the political side of things. But um, I'm just going to provide a bit of a personal uh, side to the story and my understanding of what kind of uh, legislation has been proposed and put into effect, really. And basically, it broadly speaking, without going into too much detail the um the main idea behind the current legislation that has been passed or rather i think this was an executive order so i think correct me if i'm wrong for any of you listeners who are majoring po potentially in political science i think executive orders do not really <laughs> constitute a legislation per se because i think legislation implies being debated in the house or in on, in congress or whatever else i don't want to sound too ignorant of obviously how politics work but this was by and large a, a decision by the current administration to effectively put a break a pretty hard break on a number of different programs immigration and non-immigration programs for various categories of um Foreign uh, foreigners that come to the United States either for 
for uh, working or for visiting as a like a visiting scholar and and things like that so essentially the main reason for that was obviously what happened with COVID-19 and the huge unemployment rate that uh, has been reported for many months now obviously we know it's a it's a it's a catastrophe basically what's happening in terms of um, how many people lost their jobs as a result of the crisis and um, um, this is not going to be solved um, sorry I think people are still doing fireworks <laughs> uh, so it's not gonna get solved anytime soon this this crisis obviously and the unemployment is um, is a result of a number of uh, different things not the least of which is the types of jobs that were lost during the pandemic um, in large volumes are the service industry um, positions or the ones that require a lot of personal contact not to say that there are jobs that are not being lost elsewhere in other areas but I think a lot of potentially um, travel industry has been hit pretty hard or any kind of recreational um, uh, like clubs, bars, restaurants and uh, places like that have also been very hugely impacted and um, this is my first uh, point that I wanted to touch on I'm a scientist by training and um, a large I don't know how much to be honest but I think a large based on what I've read elsewhere um, a large number of foreign workers that come to America um, for you know for work or for some kind of like a study slash work program like many postdocs are scientists and scientists have been impacted I would say a little less by the crisis because obviously scientists are what's the the driving force behind understanding of what um, what to do in this kind of pandemic how what kind of therapeutics we can use we can test um, we can develop to combat this um, this virus not to say that all scientists are biomedical scientists and not to say that all biomedical scientists have been immune to the layoffs and uh, things like that but the idea behind um, removing uh, or putting putting a break on allowing uh, foreign workers to come into the United States is based on the fact that we don't want to uh, uh, make Americans compete with foreigners for the jobs that Americans really deserve obviously because now there's a huge unemployment rate but looking at who actually comes to the United States for work these are not just people working in travel industry or entertain or like recreational kind of industry like bars restaurants and things like that these are typically people that are high skilled work workers computer scientists biomedical scientists um, um, I don't know I think a number of them are actually like pretty high skilled workers so uh, so that category of of jobs 
in my opinion, is not as directly impacted by COVID-19. And also, that those are not the jobs that have been lost. So the people who are competing with them are not the same people who lost the jobs, per se. Right? Because, for example, if, a sign, if an American scientist, I'm just using this as, a, as an example, um, has been laid off, yeah, okay, now he or she will be competing for a scientific position with a foreigner who is also potentially a scientist. But a number of people who lost their jobs are, say, bartenders, maybe flight attendants, or many, many other categories, professional, many kinds of professions, which do not necessarily have the same equivalent in terms of the the foreigner that comes to work to the United States. So the idea that you get, you have foreigners that are, are going to be taking away Americans' jobs is not always the case. That's in I think in in less instances this is the case. Um, so I think the fundamental uh, premise behind uh, the proposal of this legislation and its enactment is not um, has not been really thoroughly considering the types of jobs that the the foreigners are actually taking um, in America and the types of people who actually lost the jobs. So that's uh, point number one. Point number two which I'll just briefly mention on that on that uh, subject matter um, it has to do with other um, uh, side of the coin where a number of research analysts were actually saying that uh, foreigners, foreign workers who come to the United States actually contribute a significant portion uh, to American economy and to the betterment of the companies that they work for or other institutions. So in fact, restricting access to foreign workforce coming into the United States would actually hurt the companies, would hurt not only the companies, but would hurt the companies that might actually want to hire American workers too. I mean, I don't have a, like a direct example of that, but I wholeheartedly believe this is the case, I'm sure. Um, it's it's more or less common knowledge that a lot of people that do get hired that are not from America are you know hard workers they do want to they that's the reason they came to America they want to contribute they want to innovate they want to really grow and why wouldn't they contribute to uh, to the country that welcomed them right so idea that they are taking the jobs as well as hurting the economy by doing so it's actually not the case also based on that point of view. Um, another point that I wanted to mention that is, a, I guess, a, more of a personal point uh, has to do with ramifications of doing that to the people who are applying and who want to come to America. And uh, by that, I mean, consider this application for, let's say, work visa I don't know exactly how long it takes, but it takes a, quite a long time. It's a very long process. It's, I think, about at least uh, a year, probably more, to get everything sorted out, to actually qualify, 
to have all the documents ready to go to win in the, in the lottery, which for, for those of you who don't know, to get a, a work uh, visa, you actually, your, uh, it's, it, it, there is like a drawing that, that has to occur because there's only so many places, um, so many slots, so many visas that can be given um, at any given year. So you go through all this trouble and it is a lot of, you know, heartache, stress. Uh, it's it's a big process. I mean, I applied to uh, for student visas to come to America a few times and it never was like a breeze. There's always a stress involved. There's always a lot of things that go into this, you know, preparation, preparatory process. And you get notice from uh, the White House that now they're going to be putting a hard break on any kind of admission to America for these uh, people who maybe have just gotten their visas. And uh, imagine the devastation that you as an individual would feel if you were in this position. Sure, there's people out there who actually have had that happen to them right now, recently, right? That has been announced not too long, I think, um, maybe uh, in uh, either early July or late June. And uh, basically, which is so out of your control, because all you've done is really just proven that uh, a company now wants to hire you, for example, right? And you've proven that and you've proven to them and you've proven to yourself that you're worthy of 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 working for that company coming to america all that stuff and now there is nothing that anybody can do nothing basically until <laughs> further notice right so just the idea that this is something that can be done without any sort of um well i don't know how much opinion was considered when making that decision obviously i'm not i don't have a security clearance um, but i imagine a lot of people were not consulted not the least of which are the companies i'm sure nobody would ask them why would they why would they be asked or the people for that matter who are actually are doing the, you know the hard work and trying to get in so this is a uh in some ways a cruel situation to put people through um and that's a sort of moral implication of of these decisions has to rest on you know whose shoulders right um so and that's sort of, it's not up to us to um, obviously, um, how do you call it? Well, we can't do much about it other than now express our uh, discontent about uh, what just happened. And we can try and seek some type of um, overrule, if it is possible even in this point in time, to consider... Uh, an ability for these people to be hmm, admitted potentially to to coming here but so this is has this has to do with the people who have been directly impacted 
and a, a number of people actually asked me recently about sort of my take on what's happening when with this sort of overall uh, climate of immigration and just coming to America either well for study or for work and sort of how does that impact me well I would say well I'm I'm from <clears throat> from Russia so the situation was already not great the situation was pretty pretty miserable frankly speaking um, just from the from the legal standpoint because of all the tensions that have been um, brewing for many years now really which essentially pre prevents um, people like myself to uh, be able to you know just uh, have an opportunity to uh, go home and come back here even though you have all the sort of you have uh, technically all the rights to do and um, all the reasons to do right you have say I have family and uh, friends and all that stuff so technically and I do have a, a permission to be here right I'm I'm obviously a, a, in a, in a correct like uh, uh, status in America, I am uh, obviously not breaking any laws whatsoever. So there should not be, on paper at least, any uh, hurdles for me to be able to, you know, you know, visit my family every once in a while, come back here, continue doing what I'm doing. However, now, um, well, the situation wasn't the case where it would be that easy, because not uh, at, at least in some part because of recent um uh, tensions between america and russia and specifically that means the consideration for me to be able to come back here is the limiting factor in my ability to actually come back home and come back here and uh, this by and large has to do with broader issue of i want to say mistrust in some way for people who want to come to america i obviously I'm, i don't claim that as a fact i just uh, perceive that to be the case whether it's justified whether it's supposed to be true you know true whether there is any reason to be mis mistrust mistrusting and uh, believe me and believe me when i say it it's not just that russia draw the short end of the stick i'm sure many of you recall uh, one of the first things that was done by the administration was the travel ban for a number of different countries that were considered i don't know what they were considered really but i'm sure you all recall the travel ban which was eventually overruled so the broader um, issue of allowing foreigners to come to America um, and work here or study here or whatever else has been uh, an undercurrent of uh, the last few years. I'm sure this is not a really a, a big revelation or a big secret, but it's worth putting that into context of... Um, the current um, um, the current situation that we're dealing with 
that it's very much in line with the pre-existing policy of putting America and American workers first and uh, sort of going about um, uh, employing foreigners or allowing foreigners to come to America, um, going about it in a very, uh, I'd say, mistrusting uh, way, really, and uh, which is an interesting and it's it's a it's a good thing to discuss because you could make a point i'm sure even for the people who who are completely um let's say against these types of policies uh playing a devil's advocate to some extent you could argue that yeah you want to take care as a country you want to take care of your citizens you want to make sure that they're provided for so you do not want them to compete where they shouldn't be competing because they already have a right to you know work here obviously as compared to say foreigners uh, but i think the other point the counter argument to that and that's a very interesting argument that a lot of americans actually are using to discuss this issue it's a very 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 important point which is the nature of American citizenry, American history, American values in the first place. By that, obviously, I mean it's a no, it's a no secret that America is a land of immigrants, is a land of people who come to America in hopes of building American dream, achieving something, innovating, creating, all that stuff. A lot of people in America believe rightfully so that immigration is one of the driving forces behind the prosperity overall prosperity of American economy American society and all that stuff right so it is it is a very interesting point that people are making and as a obviously not American, it makes me wonder whether Americans, what percentage of Americans truly believe that. And obviously, again, a lot of Americans are not necessarily born in America, are naturalized citizens, for example. What is their take on the subject matter at hand? Do they believe that this type of policy making that really restricts significantly restricts the mobility and ability of foreign workers or or other types of um, um foreigners to come into the united states now are they agreeing with that now that they become american citizens or they have sympathy towards people in these situations and they have uh, a preference towards allowing uh, foreigners to still come in, especially during a time like this. How much of the opinion of these people has changed, maybe as a result of the pandemic or since they have came to America? Like, um, since it's a monologue, I can't really um, say whether I really know uh, too many um, opinions on the matter from these particular 
um, uh, uh, people, but I reckon um, that a good portion of them would probably still be in favor of immigration policy that would allow foreigners to come to America and contribute. I would say, speaking for myself, I think uh, there is a point to be made in terms of making sure that the rule of law in terms of vetting who comes to a country, it doesn't matter America, Russia, who cares, vetting people who, comes, who come to the country has to be done. I think that's a reasonable, sensible thing to do. The details of the vetting, how long it takes, all that stuff, that's not up to me to con contemplate even. I'm not an expert in these things. Uh, but outright banning that, putting people in limbo as a result of that, crushing their dreams and hopes and potential livelihood is something that has to be um, considered so much before pulling that kind of plug be that it should not be a matter of uh, unilateral decision by the executive branch I think again I'm not a politician I don't know how these things are considered have been considered in the past or should be considered for that matter but I think it's a it's a certainly not a topic that can just be um, decided um, on the spot. And moreover, I think it should be measured extremely carefully with respect to the implications that it has not only for the short term, because in short term, probably some of you may even agree that, oh yeah, just looking at the numbers, yeah, you effectively may have competition if you allow people to come in. Um, therefore, yeah, we should probably not let them allow to come in. But then in the long term, how much that is actually going to hurt people? Because the last topic that I want to touch on is America's image nowadays from the outside perspective. How much does this policy influence the America's image as a country that welcomes foreign talent? That's a big question. And that's a, something that is also very important to consider because uh, when the travel ban was enacted and when the current administration came into you know, power, uh, a lot of um, people outside of America uh, basically changed their attitude towards America, towards how welcoming it is towards foreign um, uh, foreigners. And this is, a, this is something that does not um, just impact the short-term um, economic societal outcomes. It impacts long-term uh, prosperity of the country as a whole. Because it signals people across the world that coming to America, trying to come to America, really, may not be all that worth it. Because you may be hit with that kind of limbo, 
you may be hit with that kind of unilateral decision, you may not be welcome, basically, even if you try, which is a crucial point to be made here, because this is, uh, this is what's going to uh, tell people this kind of policy, this is what's going to tell people what kind of decision they should make in terms of whether or not they should come to America, right? This would tell people, okay, I think I might, I may be better off elsewhere because it's such a different environment now. Uh, and that current administration makes it so difficult to come here and contribute. So effectively, uh, the government almost turns their back on the perspective people who want to come who want to contribute to economy society all that stuff which inherently hurts uh that relationship between potential uh residents citizens and the and the country and the government that they may that they may want to work under or work with so these are just some of my thoughts about uh, this current immigration situation in America and um, how it impacts scientists like me and uh, overall, uh, you know, American society and the world. I think it's a very fascinating and quite sad topic to, uh, to consider. But um, I hope you guys have a good evening. Uh, you guys are staying safe and had a nice uh, celebration of uh, um, July the 4th. Um, so happy Independence Day, um, stay safe and good night.